What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Two guys talking sports from a fan's perspective. I just like I just like what Carolina's putting together. You, I mean, their quarterback is better than Chad Henney. So Cam Newton's better than Chad Henney. So would you say at the end of the season that you're willing to say Carolina's going to have a better record than uh, than uh, the Dolphins? I think so. I think I think Carolina would have a better record than the Dolphins because the Dolphins have a tougher division in the AFC East. So are we taping this? Okay. So yeah, end of the season. I want to I want to go back to that one because I'm not buying Cam Newton is good, but I, Cam Newton is good, but I'm I'm just I'm not buying him as a quarterback as far as leading them to the part the. Promised land or, or winning season. I'm not buying it. It's Rocket Boy Fisher. This is the RF Sports Show. Coming at you twice a week, only on Deep End Media, Cutting Edge Entertainment. All right, and we are back on the air again. <laughs> we kind of like this, the, is, this is a remix version, right? We kind of like a couple of teams out there up and down, man. Can we, we we get on the right path. Yeah, m- moving on from Monday Night Football, we get into a couple of our top stories. And, guys, this is sports talk from a fan's perspective, so we want to hear from you as well. Give us a call at 214-699-1942. We'll get you live and get you on the air and get your opinion about some of the topics that we're going to cover. The first topic we need to cover, and that's Tim Tebow. And here's my fan perspective on Tim Tebow. Okay. Tim Tebow will lead the Broncos to the AFC West title. Wow. And Tim Tebow should be considered an MVP candidate right now. You mean over Oakland? Uh, you yes. know, they, 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 they're, what, 5-7, and 75? Yes. Oakland and Denver are tied. You're right. Yes. But I tell you what, watching San Diego last night, I wouldn't be surprised if they win the rest of their game, which may or may not get them in the playoffs. But I tell you what, uh, like I always said, Tim Tebow has a higher power <laughs> than most people have. So you can't can him out, man. I mean, that's a pretty bold prediction. Yeah, I, I just think that Tim Tebow, the way he's been playing, has been, I mean, he's been light side. The guy last, this past game, 10 for 15, over 200 yards passing, two touchdowns. I mean, he's doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah, and not only just Tim Tebow, but the whole Denver Broncos organization is playing better, man. I mean, these guys have really stepped it up. You know, Von Miller's out when he get well, better. You know, that's going to show up the defense a little bit better. But, you know, you got to be happy with the progress, the way this team is playing, and the way they are rallying behind Tim Tebow. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the whole thing. It's like this guy is such a gamer to the point where it's like, you know, how could you how could you not consider him to be – I mean, he's the biggest topic in sports right now. I mean, it used to be – name someone, Tiger Woods, Brett Favre, whoever. Now it's Tim Tebow. You either like Tebow or you hate him. But I think, like a lot of people are saying now, the truth is somewhere in the middle. So my question to you is, John Fox, John Elway, Elway, of course, has said on record that he doesn't feel like Tebow is his quarterback of the future. 
But let me ask you, how could you not bring this guy back next year? Well, Rodney, you know, they say winning changes everything. And I think by him winning the last five out of six games have made him uh, a believer out of everybody. Yeah. But I, I like to see them open it up a little bit more. The guy is a great passer, as we saw on Sunday, through t- two touchdown passes. But when he was in college, he you know he, pa- he passed for over sixty four percent. Yes. You know, so the guy can throw the ball. He didn't make it through college, <laughs> not able to throw the ball. But I'm glad to see him. I hope they would change, put better players around him, and you know you you, you try to build your team around. Yeah, a quarterback. Right, right. So why not build a team around Tim Tebow? Okay, so with that said, do you feel like they have Tebow on some type of leash? Because you see a totally different Tebow in pretty much the whole game than what you see at the end of the game. I mean, even that game last week, after the, sec- the second half, he was in the shootout with Christian Ponder and won the game. I mean, shouldn't they just unleash this guy? Let him throw the ball, to run, a- run an offense that he can-, he can work with. Of course, I've always said they need to unleash Tebow. But uh, they, they've they been holding it back. We saw the same thing in Dallas. They did it with Tony Romo. I don't know what it is about these guys not opening it up. You know, take Green Bay, for instance. They have a wide-open offense. True, true. I would love to see the same thing mm-hmm. uh, in Denver, you know, because we, we, they need to find out if this guy can really pass the ball. And that's the thing. You know, you have to you have to figure out, am I going to build around this guy? Am I going to try to do something different in the offseason? But you got to build around Tebow. you got to give him the players that he would need to make his style of play better. I think he's getting better by every game. I think there's no question about that. And plus you have the city of Denver behind him. Yeah, big time. You know, that's, that's a hard John crowd. Elway hates yeah. it. He <laughs> that's hates a hard, it. That's a hard crowd to please Elway the Broncos. Elway hates it. I don't care what anyone says. Elway does not like Tim Tebow taking over the city of Denver. Yeah, well, I think he might be in a bigger than he was. You know, he he's Mr. Denver. Yeah, up there he owns yeah. half of Denver up there. Well, that's but true. but at the same time, uh, if the guy does take Denver to the playoffs, mm-hmm. Tebow, mm-hmm. you you, you got to give him the start job next year. So you too. got to rally behind yeah. him next year. I would think so and, too. And the way they're playing, they're not going to end up getting the first pick. Yeah, uh, you yeah. Know, so. a, well, they're not going to get the first pick. <laughs> we know that's not going to happen. In other uh, sports, uh, well, football news, another sports uh, fan perspective we can give, and that's one on the quick, uh, real quick on the Dallas Cowboys. Now, we know about the mistakes they made this past Sunday, and now Jason Garrett has had a chance to kind of come out there and talk a little bit about the mistakes that he made. And his his quote, his comment, Royce, and... It's not acceptable, huh? His, his comment was, I don't have a good answer for that. I don't have a. Why did you not call the timeout after Des Bryant called the 15-yard pass? I don't have a good answer for that. Why did you call the timeout before the kick happened? I don't have a good answer for that. I'm a, this is my fan perspective on Coach Jason Garrett as a Cowboy fan and as a fan of football in general. Jason Garrett, that game got him fired. It yeah. got him fired. Right. If they don't make the playoffs or go deep in the playoffs, if they don't make the playoffs, let me just say that. He's gonna. He's not gonna be here next season. He is gonna get fired for that game. And I, I, I thought that made. was your guy. You well, know, you talked highly about him when he uh, Jerry Jones hired him, but he made a coach's rookie mistake. Yeah, I, I understand it, but you not as long to make as that he's mistake. been in the league to make a coach a rookie mistake as a coach. I, you know, I, I don't understand that. He's been around long enough. He's coached other places. He's been an assistant, True. and now he's head coach. I never thought he was qualified to be a head coach, and it showed Sunday. Yeah, and 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 it, 
I, I think he got himself fired, Royce. I really do. I really think he got himself fired. If they don't make the playoffs, and you're gonna you're gonna look back at this game, and I, you can also look back at this up another game when Jerry Jones openly criticized Jason Garrett for some of the decisions he made at the end of another loss. But I thought that was Jerry's guy. I mean, and we all saw Jerry get animated. He was upset with the call oh, when he, he found up, out he, that they, they did call a timeout. I think he got himself fired. I really do. I think if they don't make the playoffs, he will, he will not be the coach of the Cowboys next year. Well, I think Jerry's stubborn. I think he would keep uh, him as a coach because Jerry feels like his decisions are the best decisions for well, the team anyway. Yeah, that's, that's and he don't want to make himself look bad by making the wrong decision behind him. We know that there were a lot of qualified candidates out there when he hired Jason Garrett. And the way he hired him, you know what's wrong? He hired him before he hired a head coach. A $3 million offensive coordinator hanging over the head of the head coach. We heard all that last year. They finally made him a head coach. And, and look what we got. Look what we're getting. And, and, you know, the last couple of years, you know, let's look back on the coaches that the Cowboys had. Wade, Phillip, Shane Gailey. You know, Shane Gailey has went on to do better with Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And made a reputation. Yeah, well, he's, he he did he something in Buffalo. Out. He did better well, they, they, they're playing Tech, bad. They're playing bad. At Georgia Tech than he did at Buffalo. But look at the choices he's made, and look at the people that he's overlooked to be coached. He wanted somebody that he can control, and now it's starting to show that he made a wrong choice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that, that's just my fan perspective on this whole Cowboys deal. It hurts me. It really does hurt me. As you know, you know I'm a huge Cowboy fan. Well, well, let me put it like this. I think the Cowboys are too hyped up team. I think they start out the season. Everybody expected them to go to the Super Bowl, but they are really not a Super Bowl caliber team. They have well, great players on that team. As we can see, the record shows yeah. that they are not a great caliber team. Look at Green Bay. I mean, Green Bay is just running over, folks. Dallas is struggling to beat games that they should win. True, true, true. And speaking of Green Bay, I want to get your fan perspective on this real quick. Green Bay is now 12-0. and But should they lose a game in the regular season? Should they get that wake-up call? Should they get that rallying cry? I mean, I mean, this, this is my perspective on that is the fact that it's so hard to go undefeated. All right, there's only been one team ever in history to go undefeated, the 72 Dolphins, right? right? So you had the Patriots that tried to do it in 2007. They went undefeated through the regular season and lost in the Super Bowl. It's a jinx. I'm convinced it is a jinx. If you go undefeated during the regular season, the chances of you losing in the playoffs are greater, I think. So should they lose a regular season game? I think they should get it out the way, take it off the table. That way they can go back to the real goal. And the real goal is to win a championship, not to go undefeated. Now the goal is to go undefeated and win the championship. You can say that. <laughs> that. That's the goal. And the way they're headed, I, I can see them doing that, Rodney. This team is playing with perfection, man. I mean, all cylinders are working. They have some of the best receiving core I've seen in the they NFL do. period. They do. they do. You know, and one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL period. And I think this year Aaron Rodgers makes a name for himself. I think the Green Bay Packers make a name for themselves. You think they I go think undefeated? I think they go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. Who out there is even in their but class? But come on now. There hasn't been a team. There's only been one team. Well, the right Dolphins records were meant to be broken. And sooner or later, somebody is going to break that record. It may be this year. 
If well, anybody you, you can said, do it, this you're Green Bay Packers. You're saying the Packers will go undefeated and win the I Super Bowl. I say the Packers will go undefeated and win the Super Bowl, mm. and they will have two records, undefeated and back-to-back Super Bowl. That's hard to do. Wow. That's a that's a big perspective right there. We want to hear your well, well, Who else do you think is well, to win the Super Bowl? Hey, I mean, there's, what's there's, your, there's a lot of teams out there that can what's win What's your pick? Let me hit, let's, let's put it on the air right now. We're, Give me we're, your we're, picks. This, this is not about my picks. This is about what the Packers. I, I, I want to hear picks. who you think is going to even be in the Super Bowl other than Green Bay. This is Bay. not about my picks. This is about the Packers. Well, who you think is going to be there other than Green Bay? Right now, if you look at it, I mean, Green Bay could be is going to be is the best team in the NFC. All right, they're going to okay. be in the Super Bowl as it stands right now. There are some teams in the NFC I think they can beat the Packers. Okay, name one. The Cowboys. Uh, you I think can't the Cowboys can beat the Packers. Yes, I do. The Cowboys can't yes, even I beat do. Arizona. They can beat the and Packers. And you're talking about beating the Packers? They can beat the Packers. Now, whether they can beat them on the road in the playoffs in Lam- at Lambeau Field is a different story. But they can beat the Packers. But, Rodney, if you go back over history and look at the matchup between Dallas and Green Bay, I think Green Bay owns them. Yeah, you're so, probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. You know, and the way the way the the Packers are playing and the way the Cowboys are playing, two different perspectives. One's on the way up and the other's on the way down. And the way Dallas played Sunday, I mean, this team struggles scoring points, the Cowboys. I, I, I don't understand that with the great receiving core that they have. And, you know, midway through the season, they put the reins on Tony Romo. And, we you know, we talked about them doing that with uh, Tebow. They did slow down Tony Romo. They let him loose the other week. He threw for three or four touchdowns this week. They they couldn't get anything done. So, I, I mean, explain that to me. I don't understand that. They're, they're like a roller coaster ride. Yeah. They're not consistent. They're a great talent on the team. They're a great team. So, it's got to come down to two positions for me quarterback and coach well i'm very upset at the coach right now and i think jerry is as well too i think he got himself fired let's hear from you guys as well too 214-699-1942 we'll take a quick break we come back we'll talk a little bit about the heisman and the bcs yeah, and the I got bowl game to say about that too coming right back on the rf sports radio show live on deependmedia.net This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget and don't let business pass you by hi my name is rf with the rf sports radio show on deep end media i have a question to all football team owners and players that participate in the sport at this level do you play in the amateur league or professional league find out the difference by visiting mpflfootball.net what's up out there with the world what's up with your boy chosen Man, and I'm back in the building, you dig? And for all of y'all that haven't already done it, you know what I'm saying? Go out there and join icebreakerproductions.com right now. Support your favorite ICE artist right now. You know what I'm saying? Get a ringtone, get a t-shirt, buy the calendar right now. You can even pick up a teddy bear. You know what I'm talking about? We got everything. Got everything. Um, Every Wednesday, y'all need... 
need to be checking out the Icebreaker Radio Show at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. 7 p.m. You hear it? Icebreakerproductions.com. You know what I'm saying? Scroll down about the middle of the page and click on the player and you got us. You know what I'm saying? And if that ain't working for you, hop on iTunes and listen to us on the podcast. I ain't tripping. You know, you can get us on anywhere. anywhere. And uh, if you really want to know what's going down at all times with Icebreaker Productions, you got to follow us on Twitter at Icebreaker Radio. And if you're right a Facebook now. lover, hit us up, Icebreaker Productions. You know right what to do. And uh, for all of y'all that like them live, fresh videos, you know you can follow us on the YouTube channel, Chosen972. Right if you're now. you're the old school and, you know what I'm saying, you still on MySpace, hit us up, 972. We ain't tripping. And uh, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and hop into this album, the reason that you're hearing my voice. Uh-huh. You like one of these artists, you know what I'm saying? So get your jam on, get your lean on. Yeah. And, uh, I'll be back at you later on in the future with more ICE announcements. Already. Oh, yeah, the oh, wait is finally yeah. over. The new release from Rifleman, Smoke in the City, available the now. City. Album features Flow Fly, Mayhem, Kenfo Jack, and the Grit Boys, with many, many others. Also featuring production from super producer, none other than Big Chris. Available now at all of your favorite online retailers, iTunes, Amazon, Napster, Rhapsody, 7 Digital, E-Music, and every other major online retailer that you can think of. Don't wait, go pick up smoke in the city now. a lot more for Dirk in this series. He's really going to be the one, I think, to push his team over the hump. I had I said a lot about the Mavs that they didn't really think they're going to win this game, but they showed me something tonight. I mean, I, I like the way this team is playing right now. Talking sports from a fan's perspective. Mondays, right after Saturday Night Lights, and Wednesdays, right after the breakdown, right here on Deep End Radio. DeepEndMedia.net and RFSportsRadio.com. Welcome everyone back to the RF Sports Radio Show. Remember, we are on with you guys five days a week, Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. Right here, same time, same website, same channel, as I like to say. And you can always follow us online at RFSportsRadio.com. Follow us on Twitter at Twitter dot com slash rf sports radio and you can follow us there as well and stay in con- stay in contact with us send us an email rf sports radio at gmail dot com or give us a call two one four six nine nine nineteen forty two yeah give us a call I want to hear other people's opinion because I know you were gonna bring up the subject about the bowls yeah, coming man. up a lot of talk about that. And you know I have a problem with that. I'm I'm gonna start a own air campaign <laughs> to get a playoff system yeah. in football. You know they have it in basketball, they have it in baseball, yeah, and they just don't have a playoff system in football. Well, well, let's let, let's start with the news of college football, of course, yesterday, and that's the Heisman finalists have finally been named. They named five five Heisman finalists for this year. They named Andrew Luck, of course, uh, Robert Griffin III, 
Trent Richardson, Tyron Matthew, Monte Ball, uh, all those guys are Heisman finalists. Now, who's missing from this list is Case Keenum. Case Keenum from the University of Houston, who right. really passed for right. more yards than anyone right. in college football. Also, Matt Barkley of USC is missing as well. And another guy that's missing also is Kellen Moore, the Boise State quarterback. Also, he's not there as well. And USC quarterback. Yeah, uh, which right. I mentioned right. him, Matt Barkley. And uh, Brandon Whedon, also the quarterback from Oklahoma State. So, looking at this finest list, Royce, who's your favorite? Do you like the list? What's your fan perspective? As a journalist, if I had a chance to vote, which I do, my vote's going for Griffin. I I saw this guy play the other week on TV. I've heard about it. I think I've seen him play twice. And this guy is phenomenal, man. He is one of a kind. And uh, that's my vote. Who would you pick? My vote goes for Robert Griffin as well, too. I mean, I, I and, and there's, a, there's a reason why I think that, that Griffin doesn't get enough credit. Number one, he's got more TD passes than anyone this year. He's got 43 total. I thought they, they give him 36 TDs. I'm sorry, 36 TDs this season. Right. Oh, Almost 4,000 4, yards passing and only six interceptions. The thirty-six touchdowns—that's that's that is good number. And for a mediocre team, I mean, yeah, exactly. the team is—you you can't name He's three best, stars on that team. And that's that's the thing. He is the best player on that team. To win a Heisman, you got to be the best, best player, player on the team. He, and he makes football. that team go. He right. makes that team go. And the way they demolished Texas in that last game, killed them, putting up forty-eight points in that Texas defense. I think he won the Heisman right there. And you're right. That's all Texas had was a good defense. We know the offense studded, but uh, great performance. I would pick Griffin. I think he's going to win it. He's yeah. my leading candidate for it. But I, my my problem is with his bowl selection. And that's what I want to talk about next. And because and, 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 we got a lot of time to talk about the highs. We'll do a lot about that later on throughout the week. This bowl game, okay, let's start with the big one, all right, the BCS championship game. Wow. LSU Rematch. versus Alabama part two. Now, I don't like this. I do not like it. My fan perspective is they need to be playing LSU versus Oklahoma State. I'm sorry. I, I agree. Yeah. I, and these two teams come from the same division. That's what bothers me. They played once. We saw them play both of them, you know, playing for a championship in the division. Right. And the the victors should play. I mean, to play each other twice. The game was boring to me. It was all defensive game. It was a nine to six game. It was a nine to six game. It was boring. Game. I don't want to see a bowl game, BSC championship game, boring. I, I I don't want to see it. Oklahoma State may not be in the same class, but these guys can play football. They do know how to score points. Right. They have a great defense. I think that'd be a perfect matchup. For that, that's the thing. I think that. I think that there is an SEC bias, and, and it may be rightfully so, but there's an SEC bias when it comes to college football. Because right. think about it. The Big 12 was a good conference this year. Great conference. Yeah, Texas A&M was highly ranked. You had Texas. You had Oklahoma. You have Baylor. You have Oklahoma State. That is a good conference. You got Kansas State had a winning record as well, too. And I think the Big 12 got overlooked a lot this year as being one of the top conferences because they were just – to me, neck and neck with the SEC. And A and M did get a bowl bid, not the one they wanted, right? But they did get one. I would love to see Houston play. 
uh, championship. Well, but, but, I, they, they know, had a chance. Yeah, to, you know, they, they play conference USA. I, I, Come I know, on, now. I know. But at the same time, we do need a playoff system yeah. because, you know, if, if you win a bowl game, does that make you national champion? I mean, that's the way they, yeah. that's the way it's and, coming to. But that's, you, that's, know, that's you got five winner. winners. Now, here's the thing. Now, here, here's a here's a topic of debate here, and I want to get your fan perspective on this is, if Alabama wins this game, say nine to six again, like LSU won the game, yeah. does that mean Alabama should be the national champion? Well, see, that's where it's unfair because they split it. They split wins. Right. You know, LSU right. won one, right. Alabama won. Right. I mean, how do you determine between the split who's the better team? You can't. That's why I, 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 I've always been an advocate for a playoff system, in, you know, in college football. Because everybody can claim their team right. as a national champion. If right. you win a bowl game, does not make you a national champion. No. To me, that's a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, you it should, should be, it should be one more game. Right, should be one more one game. One more game between the winners of the bowl game to determine a national champion. That would extend the season. The colleges would make a lot more money. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's not like they can't get it paid for. There's several sponsors out there that would jump on board. And for I would love to watch one game. college football in late January. Yeah, I mean, it, the thing is, think about if, because Oklahoma State's going to be playing Stanford in their right, bowl game. Right. Just think about the winner from the Oklahoma State game versus Stanford taking on the winner of the LSU versus Alabama game. Now, that's a game. Right. That, that game will crown a national champion. I, I agree. I agree, and and whoever wins that should be national champion. Absolutely, but you could say the same thing about the BCS Bowl. If LSU wins, or if Alabama well, wins, if, does if, that make them a champion? If LSU wins, hands down they're the champ. It, I mean, they're, hands they're undefeated. Down. Hands down they're the champ. But, but it's that, the LSU fans. Yeah, but yeah. but if Alabama wins that game, I don't. I still don't think they're the best team in college football by no. winning. No. One game they lost at home to LSU nine to six, and that was a big game. Yeah, that, they had that, that game was 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 a big game. Everybody talked about it. Uh, two powerhouses playing each other. Everybody wanted to see that game. We saw it. Yeah, I don't want to see it again. And see, and everyone that defends this BCS system about how oh BCS makes it so every every regular yeah, season right. game is so important. Right. Well, what about the regular season game they played? Well, every, How important was that if they right. get to play it again? Well, you know, in college, every game is important. Supposed to be. <laughs> supposed to be. Yeah, supposed Whether to be. Whether it's non-conference or conference game, it's supposed may, to be important. That makes that game in Tuscaloosa look like a a, a, a scrimmage, you know, because right. now it, it didn't mean anything. Right, right. It didn't mean a thing. Right. That game did not mean anything when it came to the, the grand scheme of the BCS and what was supposed to happen. Now, with Oklahoma State, to me, making that case for them is you have to consider the fact that the game that they lost, they lost to a six and six Iowa uh, Iowa State team. Okay, that's right. that's a team they should not right. have lost to. Right. But these guys were in Ames, Iowa, to play the game. Find out that they lost someone in their athletic department. They lost the coach and assistant coach of the women's basketball right. team. They had to go out there and play that game with heavy hearts. Now, had that game been in Oklahoma State at home, oh, they yeah. wouldn't have played that game. Oh yeah, it, it would have been a totally. They wouldn't different. have played that game. It, they, a totally they, they would game. not. Have, they would have pushed that game out another day. Right. They wouldn't have played that game on the day that they find out that they lost someone in the athletic department, right. and the guys weren't ready to play that game. They weren't up for that. And this school been plagued with tragedy, man. Yeah, we, so we know that. And it's kind of hard to play with a heavy heart. I understand, especially losing a fellow athletes. But uh, I, 
I don't like it. I think it needs to be changed. I'm going to start an owner campaign to get a cottage playoff system done. You know, I, I'm for pay, paying the athletes, too. You know I'm about that. I'm going to start that up this summer. But I, I tell you what, with everything that's going on with the NCAA today, they just need to throw the whole thing out, the whole system out. It's outdated. It's old. Get these old guys that's sitting on the board out of there. And we need to implement some new rules. We saw a lot of stuff come out in college college sports period this year. Yeah. You know, that that that, that we thought the NCAA was monitoring. You know, uh, they got to take back control of college football, man. Yeah. It's just out of control. And, and these selections they make, nobody's ever happy with them. No, they're not. And it, that's the whole point is – no one's happy with the selections. I mean, the, the bowl system works. I like the bowl games because it gives everyone a chance well, that, to, that could be to go there. Semifinals. I, I don't like the fact that some teams may get in with losing right, records, right. but that's a whole different yeah, story. Yeah, you got six and six teams. Yeah, in that's a whole game. different story, but I like the bowl system. I think it works. It just needs that one extra game. And I thought in another classless move, okay, in – I like Missouri. Don't get me wrong. You know, I I know the quarterback there. Right. Talked to him before. I like Missouri, but I think their I think their coach made a mistake. Now, I don't know how coaches get a chance to vote in any poll. Yeah. How right. can a coach really vote for right. a for a uh, who's the best team in college football? They spend their every day. They wake up and go to till they go to bed, focusing on their team. What their team has to do. I don't know how they can pick a who's the best team. Right. So the Missouri coach. Both Oklahoma State fourth yeah. in the rankings. Fourth in the rankings. All because you're going over to the SEC next year. Right, All right. right. You know, you don't, you're not going to be in the Big 12 anymore, so right. I guess you want to screw Oklahoma State. But why? what on earth made you pick them fourth? Yeah, I don't, I don't think coaches should vote anyway. I, I know it's the press that does it. But, you know, maybe they had to go to American Idol type thing and let the fans vote on who they want to see in a bowl game, you know, and I'm pretty sure you, you get the ratings up because the majority want to see somebody else play. Yeah. You know, so maybe we need to go to an X-Factor or American Idol type well, voting system to, to get this thing correct. Let me tell you how close it was with this BCS thing between Oklahoma State and Alabama. Alabama finished with a point nine four. Oklahoma State finished with a point nine three. Wow. All right, and that vote from the Missouri coach sunk Oklahoma State. Voting wow. them fourth sunk Oklahoma State. How could you vote them fourth? Yeah. You play these guys. They're in your conference. They're in the, they're in the Big 12 cards, though you're not going to be there And they're the best year. team out there right they're now. They're the best team in the Big 12. How could you vote these guys like that? Yeah, I thought that was, uh, you know, that's, that's what I say. This, this thing is not fair, you know, and I don't, I don't like it. It needs to be done. I know a lot of. The older guys, the guys that have been around forever, like the system, you know, but everything has to change, you know, and it's time for a change. You know, what a boost it would be to see one more game for a championship. You know, who would it hurt? It wouldn't hurt anyone. <laughs> right. It wouldn't hurt anyone. Right. More revenue for the schools. You know, you get that extra check, which could help some uh, scholarships, you know, help the program, period. And, uh, we got to get it done because the same question we're going to be facing at the end of this season is who is the number one team? Yeah, and that's the whole. That's the whole. Who is the number one team? There's going to be some bowl games coming up. There's going to be pretty good games also too. 
I mentioned Oklahoma State going to the Fiesta Bowl to play Stanford. Michigan is going to take on Virginia Tech at the Sugar Bowl. West Virginia and Clemson will meet in the Orange Bowl. And a game that has some ties to us here locally. Right. Penn State coming to town in the Ticket City Bowl to take on U of H. That would be very interesting. Penn State coming to town, and their circus is coming to Dallas at the Cotton Bowl to take on University of Houston. Are you surprised that, that they went after Penn State? Well, you know, no, I'm not surprised. Like I said, you can't punish the kids for what the others have done. But uh, I, I'm interested to see that. It's going to be a media frenzy because everybody wants to find out what's going on with Penn State. And I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the game. Well, it's going to be a great matchup. Yeah. You know, and I tell you, if you've never been to a bowl game, uh, if you're a college football fan, you have to go to a True. bowl game. True. You're talking about the excitement, man. True. That's college football at its best. You know, uh, the crowd. I mean, these people do travel. And remember last year when we went to the LSU yeah. bowl game? Right. I mean, it, it was a sea of LSU fans. They filled up Cowboys Stadium. And, man, what a great matchup that was. A great game. And, man, it's just the excitement of a bowl game, man. I'm, it, 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 it's kind of like the Super Bowl to me. Yeah, it is. I mean, the, the bowl games are awesome. And we got some good ones here locally. Starting with that Armed Forces Bowl, which will match up BYU against Tulsa. Another good game. That's a great game. That's on December the uh, 30th. And tickets are still available for that as well, too. So log on to armedforcesbowl.com. You can find tickets for that. We'll be at that game also, too. That's going to be a good and, one. And, and not only is it a great for college football, but it's also great for the Armed Forces. Yeah. Uh, if you ever want, you know, we saw all the kind of You can sign up on the spot. Yeah, you can sign up for the <laughs> service right there on the spot. Yeah. I mean the 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 respect I have for these guys is you know it's unquestionable. It's unquestionable. Yeah, it's unquestionable. And you know you get to see a lot of military stuff on display. Yeah. You know during the game and, and that was great to see. You know and we got to give homage to our armed forces because no these guys are doing a great job. No doubt. But that's a great bowl. That's a great matchup. Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. And we got another one coming up. Talk about the other one. You know, of course, you got the Ticket City Bowls I mentioned before. Then, of course, the Cotton Bowl coming up, which will be Arkansas taking on K-State, Kansas State as well. That would be another good, good one. Game too. Right, right. Before we jump into the NBA talk and talk about these NBA trade rumors with Dwight Howard, I want to talk about one Tiger Woods. We touched on it a little bit yesterday. Yeah, got to talk about Tiger. This is my fan perspective on Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods winning that match his own tournament, okay? Winning that tournament for the first win in over two years is going to really catapult him to win the Masters this year. When the, when the Masters and come back up again, you talking about somebody needing a win. Year. He needed one bad. I mean, I, and I heard, I, I got, a, I heard all about it. I know he's four. He's got, he's played this game. He's played this tournament nine times. Right. He's won it four times. He's come in second four times. Four times. I mean, so he runs that tournament, but just to get a win. You know, and it's the way he won. Those two birdies at the end. Yeah. You know, he finally did something he's never done in any major before, and that's come from behind for one shot down in that final round to win a tournament. He's never done that before. He's done it for the first time. And I just think the way he won says a lot about Tiger and his mode and where he looks at and where he's going to be come time for those finals, and come for those majors, rather. Come time for the Masters coming up. And we got used to this Tiger melting down. He didn't have a meltdown on this uh, tournament. Played great. The last two holes, I mean, he tied it up. Yeah. 
the next to the last hole, the last hole he actually won, right? Which put him catapulted him to the winning circuit. But I was so I think everybody was happy to see it. He was excited. He had no words to explain yeah. how he felt after that, and you know you could see it in his face, man. Uh, uh, I'm glad to see him back. It took him two years to recover. Yeah. You know, and everybody goes through some stuff. I know you have. I have too. Yeah, of course. You know, it's just how you bounce back. Right. He really bounced back. And I actually think he does have a chance of coming out next year being the Tiger of old, you know, because the sport needs Tiger. So what do you think this, I mean, this win, is it? Is it a big win? Is it just a win? Or, I mean, what's of the Of course, Rodney. If you hadn't won a tournament in two years, you, you're absolutely right. This is a great win for Tiger and a great way to end the season because – that answers a lot of questions, you know, about Tiger Woods. His swing, I don't know how many times he's changed his swing this year. He changed coaches this year. You know, uh, frustration. Come on, Tiger. We're so right. used to hearing right. that. Right. Come on, Tiger. Right. I didn't hear it at all. The guy made some great shots. I mean, he took some chances. And uh, he's back. You know, yeah. I'm glad to see the Tiger roll again. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm glad, too. So, congratulations to Tiger on that win. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up our show with a little, little NBA talk, give you guys the latest on this Dwight Howard deal. You and, talking about ugly. That's going yeah. to get ugly. <laughs> we'll give you guys the latest on that as well, too. We want to thank everyone for tuning in. This is the RF Sports Radio Show powered by DeepInMedia.net. Have you ever listened to talk radio and thought, hey, I could do that? Well, here's your chance. Deep End Media can give you the airtime to host your own radio show, and the best part is you can choose the subject matter. Sports, politics, pop culture, music, or choose your own topic and create your own genre. Join the movement. Call 214-636-0558 or email deependmedia at yahoo.com. Deep End Media, cutting edge entertainment. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station. Didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to the soda, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. Hi, my name is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show on Deep End Media. I have a question to all football team owners and players that participate in the sport at this level. Do you play in an amateur league or professional league? Find out the difference by visiting mpflfootball.net. It's the real sports talk champion. RF Sports Show. Mm, RF Sports. 
sports show. People say I don't like LeBron. I think LeBron's a great player. I think he's really a great player. But I think there's something about him. It's just something that that is just missing from his game. It's like he can do everything, but just can't do enough. Career-wise, Melo's averaging 24.8 points a game. LeBron's averaging 27.7. But okay. this year they're about even. But Melo's averaging 25. LeBron's averaging 26. Career-wise, the rebounding. Talking the hottest sports topics. With appearances from the hottest names in sports. NBA, college basketball, NFL, Major League Baseball. Log on to rfsportsradio.com. RF Sports, powered by Welcome everyone back to our program. And before we wrap things up, we got a little bit more to talk about. I want to remind everyone again to tune in tomorrow at 8.30 a.m. for the RF Sports Radio Show. Also, the rest of the week as well. And all the Deep End programming here live on DeepEndMedia.net or RFSportsRadio.com. Yeah, it's Saturday. We have a full lineup. Go on the website. Check us out. it give you the breakdown of the whole Saturday. We, I mean, we got a full schedule on Saturdays. Yeah, big time. Big time schedule on Saturdays. Let's talk a little bit more about... The NBA and what's about to happen or what's happening as we speak. Yeah, what's about to happen. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Now, now let me say this. I told you a long time ago, I said Dwight Howard could possibly be a L.A. Laker along with Chris Paul, and you looked at me kind of funny. Now, how do you feel about that? What's your favorite well, perspective I, I on that now? I heard that Jerry Buss said he'd give away his daughter to get <laughs> Dwight Howard. They're willing to give up everybody. Everybody, I mean, Bynum, you name it, man, uh, Casal, yeah. anybody, uh, Derek Fisher's gone anyway. They, the player's going to get rid of him because yeah. <laughs> the way he drove him down, the, down to the sewage. But I, I tell you what, this Lakers, uh, they're going to make a play for Dwight Howard, man. It's going to be hard for anybody else to sell yeah. themselves that's what I'm saying. other than the Lakers. I don't want to see that happen. Why? That's going to shift. I mean, that's going to look, – look at what that's going to do to the West. We already had Carmelo Anthony to lead right. the West. That's true. Who else is going to lead the West? Uh, you got teams like the Clippers that are coming up, up-and-coming team. You right. got Oklahoma City. You got Memphis. Yeah. What is that going to do to the balance of the West? I mean, we just I mean, started the, to the see The balance teams. won't change. I mean, the well, Lakers are always right there. Well, the anyway. Lakers weren't dominant this past year. They were good. I, I, I would say that they were good. Yeah, the Mavericks were better. Uh, Oklahoma was better. Uh, Memphis was better. I can name a lot of teams that were better than Lakers this year. Uh, I think they see themselves going down. They're making a desperate plea to be the Lakers of old, so they will probably go after anybody. They'd go after Dirk if they had a chance. Well, yeah, of course they would. Now, every team is going to want to go after Dirk if they could. Come on now. Every team would do that. But, I, you know, I'm interested to see how this thing shapes out. Well, here's the thing. Here, here's what I think, okay? this it, It's a done deal, okay? You think it's a done deal? It's a done it? deal. Anytime you put the talent, the length that the Lakers have outside of Kobe Bryant up on the trading block, teams start to listen, okay? If you're the Orlando Magic, you do this deal. You do it. You, you, get, you, you get, get three or four good players. You get Paul Gasol. You get Andrew Bynum. Right. For Dwight Howard, you do this Two deal all day long. You do it. There's, there's no reason not to. Now, with Chris Paul, there's a there's a deal. For my sources, at right. least, are telling me 
is being worked out as a three-team deal right, right. between L.A., New Orleans, which, of course, is owned by the NBA, right. and with Orlando. That's going to send both Chris Paul Andy, and Dwight Howard to the L.A. Lakers. And basically, the only thing the Lakers will have left is going to be Kobe Bryant and Ron Artest. Big three. It'll be Kobe Bryant, Ron Artest, and then, of course, the Chris Paul, Dwight Howard, and everybody else could be out of there. Right. So, And if you do, if this deal happens, I'm telling you, man, it's that Laker magic all over again. It's the same reason why they ended up with Shaq from Orlando, same reason why they ended up with Paul Gasol. The NBA loves the Lakers. I mean, you, you can't. You can't say they don't. They love the Lakers. That's true. But I'm not going to say it's a done deal yet because it's a lot of people have something to say about that. True. And money does talk. And there are a lot of teams. Yeah, but there are that, a lot that's, of teams that's the problem, the, though. Yeah, well. Do you see Dwight Howard going to New Jersey? No. I, I mean, New Jersey's offering Brooke Lopez, two first-round picks. I know, I know. And, and the, the Knicks are in there, too. And Knicks everybody in there else as well. is in there, too. Knicks but, don't have a lot of pieces, I think, to really but, make but a deal But Charlotte has tons of money. Yeah, Charlotte and does. But, but and is they it, have Michael gonna, Jordan. Is he going to go to Charlotte? And they have Michael is Jordan. Is he going to go to Charlotte? Well, you know, my, my there is, is no, But that's, that's not make no mistake about it. There is no lure for a player to go play for Michael Jordan. There's no lure whatsoever. Well, no, not, not, not after the talks. A long time ago. Not, not after the round of talks came out. I think a lot of players don't like Michael for what he right. said. But having said that, uh, I personally don't want him to go to the Lakers. I know you're a big Kobe Bryant fan. Mm-hmm. I, I I like the way the balance is shifting now. I like teams like Oklahoma. I love to see them play. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like to see Memphis. I like to see these up-and-coming teams right. compete. I'm tired of the same teams dominating. Well, you and, can't – whose fault is it, though? Who's, it's, it's the, it's whose fault it, – if, if Dwight Howard and Chris Paul end up as L.A. Lakers – Whose fault is it? I mean, but, every, everyone else has got the uh, same oh, chance. That's true. But everyone else has got the same chance. You know how you felt about the Miami deal? You didn't like that. Deal. No, I didn't like that deal. But, well, the same thing is going to fall on the Lakers. Nobody's going to like that because that that shifts the power in the West. I mean, well, and, and, uh, okay, and, who who holds the power in the West? The I Mavericks, have no right? control over what's going. It's probably going to happen. The Mavericks hold the power in the West. That's as so a they, they are the champions. They, they won the Western Conference. They won the championship. But the Mavericks, in their situation, they got a chance to go out to Chris Paul and Dwight Howard, too. But the Mavericks didn't have to play Dwight Howard and Chris Paul for the championship. True, that's true. You know, they had to play. But they have a chance to go get them as well. I mean, they can go out there and get the same two players. That's true. And let's talk about these Mavericks. You know, they're going to have problems holding on to three guys that we know of, Karan Butler. Well, they got several guys they have to hold on to. J.J. Barrera. They got Karan Butler, J.J. Barrera, Brendan Haywood. Deshaun Stevenson, and, of course, Tyson Chandler. Well, I, well, I don't two. think Tyson Chandler's going. He's he's meeting with three teams this week. He may have a deal by yeah, Friday. He may be gone today, yeah. as far as we know. And he doesn't think he's going to be a Merrick uh, himself. So I don't see Chandler coming back. But I can see uh, two other guys going. Stevenson. Now, if Chandler's not coming back, don't you hope that Mark Cuban's in this running with Dwight Howard? I mean, don't I you? I hope he's in the running for somebody. I mean, because... I know I know they're talking about bringing in Nene, but I, you know, Nene doesn't give you the defensive presence that you need. You need a defender under the basket for Dirk. You don't need someone else that can score. You need, you need someone that can that can defend. Well, Nene wouldn't be a bad fit because he be bad, wise, he, him I'd rather have Tyson, him Chandler, Tyson than Nene. Chandler 
uh, all about the same, but Nene is a better offensive player. Yeah, but the difference between Tyson Chandler, he does rally the players. Uh, they rally around him. He, he boosts up the point. team. He point. keeps the team morale high. He, he, you know, he's a firecracker out there. You know what I mean? Uh, Nene can be the same thing because Nene does have a lot better offensive presence than Tyson Chandler. Yeah, he does play pretty good defense, and I'll he is a good shot blocker in there, which we know. That's he's, what I'm saying. You don't need an offensive good. guy in there. You need but someone to play defense. But why not another offensive firepower, take some of the pressure off of Dirk? It really would. They'll have to watch. Well, can't you do that with Jason Terry? Can't you do that with, uh, you know, another wing player like Sean Marion? Yeah, but why not have three guys? I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Or a good point guard. Right, a good point guard. But it's interesting to see. I don't know. I believe Mark Cuban has something up his sleeve. I hope, man. Trust me, he's not sitting back watching this thing go on. I know Mark Cuban is not sitting back watching this thing take place and doesn't have his hands in something. Yeah, I hope so. I really do. I hope so because you're going to have to do something. Now, here's the other trade rumor that's being circled about, and that's Dwight Howard going to Chicago. Well, the Clippers are in the running, too. The Clippers are, but, I, you know, he wants to go to L.A. Right. It makes no mistake about well, it. Well, Hollywood. You know, who Hollywood. Does? He wants to play with Blake Griffin. Right. But the Chicago Bulls thing kind of interests me, too, because the Bulls have said you can pick whatever player you want on this right. roster outside of Derrick Rose. Right. Right. Same thing the Lakers so, so you think about it. They could get Joe Kim Noah. They could get Luol Dang. Yeah, they could get uh, Tyrone Gibson. He, uh, he's coming on as of late. You you got some players on there that you can grab from the Bulls, but the only thing is they do play in the East. Right. And do you want to have to have Dwight Howard come to your building and play your team <laughs> every year after you just traded him to the Chicago Bulls? Now, with the Bulls, Having Dwight Howard and Derrick Rose, that would be the best. That would be the best team. Poor guard right. and center, center com- combination since probably Kareem and Magic. Right. I mean, that, that's to be right. honest. Okay. Same thing. Yeah, you right. That is that would be a great team. That would be a great team if you put those those two together and keep Carlos Booze in some kind of way. Right. That would be a great team. Right. So so the Bulls are in the running too. The Bulls have a very very attractive offer to the Orlando Magic. I tell you what, if the Dwight Howard deal is done, the NBA had nobody to blame but themselves. They <laughs> well, the NBA owns the Hornets. Right. You know, they own. Right. They, they they have to okay these trades. Right. I right. mean, hey. Right, but they, they they nobody to blame but themselves with this lockout. Yeah. You know, started a lot of stuff, but uh, I I think the Mavericks have a great chance to repeat. But the only way they can repeat, they, have, they, to really? that, they have to keep that. Well, it's short season. I mean, how do you feel now that you see what was possibly on the horizon? I mean, the schedule comes out today. Well, tomorrow we'll talk yeah. about the schedule. Well, we, but we won't know until all the trades are made. What's I'm whether, saying? Whether but, the Mavericks but, but, have a chance or not? I'm just asking for what you're hearing right now. What is your fan perspective on what the Mavs are going to be able to do this season? Well, I'll say this: unless they get a comparable replacement for Tyson Chandler, which if is he who? stays, which is who? It could be Nene. They have, they have a good chance, but unless they can, you know, if they lose to J.J. Barrera, they lose Tyson Chandler, they lose Karan Butler, they have no way of winning the championship. They have to keep at least two of those three guys yeah. to ever even think about going back to a championship run. But having said that, we got teams like Oklahoma, which has a good chance of repeating. Got teams like Memphis which has a good t- chance of going. And we have Chicago. 
And don't forget the Knicks. This will be a whole season with Carmelo. So it, it, it's really up for grabs. But unless the well, Mavericks keep two of the three players, there's no way in the world they're going to go back to a championship. So they have to keep at least two of those big three. Two of, two of those three. And I like Karan Butler. He was the second leading scorer on this team. And we forgot about that because he was out so much of the season. But when well, he was you playing. You told me. You the one that said that they won a championship without Karan. Because they don't need we, we had other guys to step up. Now and, you, now and, you and, want Karan here. Of course I want Karan here. I want Tyson Chandler here. I want J.J. Pereira here. Yeah. I want it all. I just like the Lakers. I want those guys here just like they want Dwight Howard. So Dwight Howard, if him and Chris Paul end up as L.A. Lakers, you think the Lakers are going to be the clear-cut favorite in the West? Of course. I mean, you, yeah. you have to pick them. That's true. And that puts the Mavericks, what, second or third? Yeah, well, West. it all depends on what team right. what team it, they're going to have on Friday. Right. I mean, that, that's that, we're going to find out on Friday, Friday about Monday morning and what I tell you, team that's, this, that's this gonna, team is going to have. That's going to be big news. That's going to be bigger than the lockout. Yeah. These guys go on to different teams and these guys. But it's going to be a short season. Whoever gets off to a great start, I think, will win the thing. And do you put an asterisk by this champion no, this year? No, no, no. You know? I mean, they didn't do it for the Spurs, and they won the 50-game season. I mean, it, it, you don't put an asterisk by this. I mean, nah. it, it's just, it is what it is, yes, you know? That's where the season, whether it's long or short, it's still the season. It is what it is. You're right. But uh, I think the Mavericks have a good chance of repeating, only if they can keep two of those three players that I named. But uh, – it's interesting to see who takes off, who gets off to a great early start. I mean, all you got to do is get five or six games up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. you got to get chance. I mean, they're going to have, they're gonna have lead changes right, throughout right. the I mean, And it's going to be some guys playing back-to-back games. Yeah, I mean, that's how, you know, so that's 66-game season. I mean, right. it. And that's four months. They yeah. got to squeeze that in the four months. Yeah. So that's it's going to be, you know, the teams, I think the younger teams will benefit if they can. Right. You know, guys gonna have to stay in shape. Yeah, no more yeah. partying. And that's it. Who's in shape? Yeah, that's you true. Know, we don't know. You know, these guys that are it's gonna big be. It's layoff. gonna be a lot of injuries the first right, couple of right, weeks. We already know that, and it's gonna be you know it was a short season. You know, the long NBA season gives guys a chance to get right. hurt, come back, right? Get back in the shape, right. and be ready for you the playoffs. Ten games, you can come back ten games. Yeah, you know, but it's not gonna I, happen like I, that. I think whoever jumps out to seven, eight game lead in their division. More than likely will probably win. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's yeah. interesting to see what I, I I can't wait to the tip off Christmas. What a better way to start the NBA season. Five games on Christmas Day. I mean you get up, you unwrap your gifts, put that robe on, put those house shoes on. You know it, you, you know, know what? I think a lot of people are not gonna be seeing a lot of family. That's right. you're gonna be you're gonna be staying at home Christmas Day. Why go anywhere when you have five you're gonna be staying NBA at home. games you're gonna be staying on? That's at never home. happened. Five NBA games on Christmas. He's gonna be standing home Christmas Day, I guarantee you. And we have a football game in between. Them. Well, just so you know, you might not. Well, I guess you will see me Christmas because we'll <laughs> be there. Yeah, but you will see me Christmas. Everybody else, they may not see me on Christmas. Let's go ahead and end our show. I thank everyone for tuning in. Sorry about the technical difficulties earlier today. We'll be we'll be ready to go tomorrow. Well, we, yeah, we're working it out. Once we get it going, it's gonna be clear and. Precise and no bugs yeah. and hopefully no interruptions. So, so those that are listening right now, studio. yeah, those of you guys that are listening right now, your assignment for tomorrow is to tell a friend, tell somebody, tune into our show each and every morning at eight thirty a.m. It's the most entertaining thing you'll do. 
before lunch at, and, at work. And, and give them the number again, so they can write 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 this number down. It's two one four six nine nine nineteen forty two two one four six nine nine nineteen forty two. Hit us on Twitter at RF Sports Radio. Find us on the website at rfsportsradio.com or dbnmedia.net. And stay tuned because we got a lot more programming. Check us out tomorrow at 8.30 a.m. All right. We'll see you out tomorrow. RF Sports Show. RF Sports Show. Talking sports. Yeah, he's playing excellent in the playoffs, and Dirk is unguardable. We said that uh, on our previous shows leading up to this Mavs game, and he really presented it tonight. 24 points tonight, and when they come back to Dallas, he's even better at home, much better than he is on the road. So we, we're definitely going to see a lot more from Dirk in this series. He's really going to be the one, I think, to push the team over the hump. I had I said a lot about the Mavs, that they really think they're going to win this game, but they showed me something tonight. I mean, I, I like the way this team is playing right now. Talking sports. From a fan's perspective, Mondays, right after Saturday Night Lights, and Wednesdays, right after the breakdown, right here on Deep End Radio, deependmedia.net and rsportsradio.com.